0: Investor doing things on your own. How about someone working with a firm that isn't so responsive or in sync with your investment philosophy? My podcast talks you through all things financial. Look, there's stuff you don't deal with very often, but investments, insurance, and retirement is something we plan for each and every day. This is the Pennywise Financial Podcast, and welcome to the show. Welcome to Pennywise Financial Podcast. This is Constantine Kitronos and Jason Georgiev. Jason Georgiev. Hello. Welcome to this Thursday episode. This is the what first Thursday in May? It's okay. uh-huh. Yeah, almost a week. How exciting. I'm excited. Hey. <laughs> it's sunny out. I'll take it. It's a nice day today. Right? Yep. All right, what what's our what's our topic today? What's our game plan? Retirement plan? Retirement plans. Mm-hmm. So what exactly does that mean? Um when you when you think about retirement. Um, What do you think the the biggest asset that people have for retirement? What do you think the the biggest account that they have? Like as far as IRA or? How about 401k? 401k. At your job. Something, um, I guess we don't really think about all the time, right? Yeah, You get paid, a little bit of money goes into that retirement plan, Um, you never look at it, you don't really trade on it, you can't trade stocks or anything like that for the most part, right? But a few of the people that have been coming in lately, um, it's been growing in popularity where they want advice, not just on the stuff that they have outside of their um, 401k, but they're like, hey, what about that plan that I have at work, right? What can I do about that? Can you help me with that? And we have mentioned this, I know, in other episodes. What do you think most advisors say? They don't know. They honestly don't know. They don't know. They will say, uh, I'm sorry, I can't help you with your 401k. Um, You know, that's a plan that's offered through work. Mm -hmm. And typically, if their advisor who's managing the other assets for them, you know, um, their other accounts, their other investments, IRAs, non-retirement, there's another advisor that they'll point them to. And that's the advisor that's on the plan at work, right? And if you're with a bigger company, Uh, let's face it if you're with a national company a large bank something like that there's not a dedicated um, 401k person specialist that's going to come in and meet with you right they're not going to come in and meet with jay georgiev in upstate new york rochester flying from fidelity just to meet with you everything's going to be done over the phone correct yeah 800 number online maybe even uh like a chat message chat bot whatever it might be yeah but they're not going to go in and manage those accounts for you. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I mean, we have a 401k at work. Imagine uh, calling the 401k provider and, and asking for a meeting for them to come yeah. in and sit down with you. <laughs> or how about calling them and saying, geez, why is my account down 5%? Can you can you make some changes? Yeah. No, they're not going to make any changes. Yeah, Who's responsible for that? Yeah. It's you. The individual. The participant, the individual. So... We can split this up into into two different parts. The first part is 401k, if you're a business owner in this area, upstate New York, maybe, I mean, we've got clients that are all over, Florida, Arizona, Seattle, California. Um, If you're a business owner and you're looking for top talent and ways to retain those people, one of the best ways you can do that is through benefits. Mm -hmm. It's extremely important. I just met with a client for a review. And she's going to be on the market for a new job, new position. And she's selective. Mm -hmm. It's not just about pay, flexibility, benefits, workplace environment, opportunity for growth, Mm -hmm. Um, maybe fundamentals of the company, and maybe even ESG is becoming more and more important. And that's how environmentally safe is the company? Um, Are they drilling oil and creating all kinds of, you know, it, whatever it might be, those things are in play now. Really? that weren't in play before. So is this company, um, you know, Twitter that's going to silence certain people or certain views? Maybe. They pay you top dollar. Maybe they give you the flexibility and benefits. But I don't like the views of this company. I don't like what they're doing. Maybe I don't want to take that job. Yeah. Crazy, right? Yeah. But anyway. So on, on those uh, accounts where you have a business owner looking for ways to hire and retain top talent, it's through benefits. Mm-hmm. That's one of, one of the top ways to do it. Of course, flexibility is important. You got to have the wages yeah. to have a nice work environment and maybe opportunity for growth, right? But so if you're a business owner and you want to add a retirement plan, you meet with me, you meet with us. We sit down, we go through a profile, we ask you questions.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: what are the goals of the plan? What are you trying to do by having this plan? Oh, I want to offer benefits to my employees. Okay, mm-hmm. so I need a 401k. All right, what are the costs? What's, what's the size of the company?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Could we do this in a way um, through a simple IRA? Yeah. Well, what's a simple IRA? It doesn't sound as good as a 401k. I've had business owners tell me that.
1: Yeah.
0: So-and-so company has 401k. I want to offer the same thing. Why? Just because the other company has just because that. Just because of the name. <laughs> for well, simple IRA is not as good, that's not true. Yeah. Depending on the size of the company and the goals and their budget, maybe a simple IRA is just fine. Mm-hmm. And maybe in 10, 20 years if that company grows, uh, has more employees, has more uh, funds to you know, distribute out to the employees. Maybe we look at some other complex plans. Yeah. So what are the differences between simple IRA and 401k? So, so simple IRA is really meant to be simple, <laughs> right? <laughs> there you go. So <laughs> the, sim- the simple IRA plan is gonna have lower contribution limits, mm-hmm. the lo- lower caps on how much you can put in. Mm-hmm a little bit different mandates on how you can make contributions into the plan. Okay. And so from a company perspective, um, the other thing is the investments inside of the plan.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So on those simple IRAs, we actually meet with each one of the employees and we help them, you know, on which investment options they're going to choose,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, and in those plans, it's going to be mutual fund based. Um, and there's not gonna be any loan components, so you can't borrow against a simple IRA. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you do decide that the company wants to graduate and move on from that simple IRA plan, um, we could be looking at some conversion costs down the road, some complexity and moving it from a simple IRA to a 401k. I always tell folks, like, let's really think about the company today and then maybe three years and five years down the road. Mm-hmm. If you tell me in two years, mm-hmm. you definitely want to have a 401k, mm-hmm. why wait?
1: Yeah.
0: Why set yourself up for fees and platform uh, issues today? And, and then conversions. Yeah. You know you're going to do it. It's the inevitable, kicking the can down the road. Yeah. And in that case, I would say, no, it's not smart. Let's just go with 401k. Yeah, you're gonna have additional costs and things like that. So. So that's kind of a simple IRA.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Very basic uh, fundamentals. It's a good way to start up a plan with little to no upfront money for the company.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: As far as liability and responsibility, all the documents are, are very straightforward. Mm-hmm. You're not going to have um, any discrimination testing and issues like that. Mm-hmm. It's very cut and dry what you're going to do. So it's like opening up um, any
2: type of IRA.
0: In a way, but it, it's a couple extra steps. So if it was J. Georgiev's construction company and you came in, you have five or ten employees, yeah. um, you could set that up with very little money. You're mm-hmm. going to match whatever the contributions are to the employees up to a certain amount. It's going to be lower than a 401k. Yeah. Uh, you're not going to have a lot of the bells and whistles that you will have in a 401k. You're not going to have an open menu, an open architecture menu of investments. Okay. Okay. so is going to be more basic. Limited limited, uh, lower contributions, Mm -hmm. lower deductions for you as a business owner, Mm -hmm. lower costs, um, but you're not going to have the borrowing component. You're not going to have the Roth component. You're not going to have a profit share component. Mm -hmm. You're not going to have, um, let's say you're matching and there's certain parts of those matches that you want to have tied to a schedule. Mm -hmm. And we call that a vesting schedule. So you have... Joe Smith, brand new employee, three months down the road, he got his matches and maybe part of a profit share, and leaves the company, goes to get a raise somewhere else. Yeah, he's not going to be able to take those matches unless he's part of that vesting schedule. Yeah, you know, so, so the vesting only schedule
2: fair. is is whatever the company sets up. Like, correct, you have to be with the company for
0: a year in order to get that vested. You know that. That's right. Added contribution. That's right. Okay. And then there's differences as far as eligibility on mm-hmm. when they can start the plan. 401k, again, is going to be more flexible. Simple IRA is kind of rigid, mm-hmm. number of hours, et cetera, everybody's in the plan. You're mm-hmm. uh, good. 401k, I would say by far, gives you all the bells and whistles, but everyone doesn't need that. You don't need a Cadillac, exactly. right? Exactly. If you just want to find a, a very easy way of getting a plan in place, offering mm-hmm. benefits to employees, making it simple for them to invest, um, I, I, again, it's a very quick and easy way to do that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: There's also deadlines on when you can start the plan. You know, So you're looking at midway through the year, if you don't have those documents ready in order and by that October deadline, you're not gonna be able to start the plan anyway. Yeah. So those are some things to consider. As far as timeframe, the 401k will take longer to set up. We need census files and a bunch of data from the business owner a simple IRA, it's a couple documents. Uh, we could have a plan up probably in 30 to 45 days. 401k, probably looking at a minimum of two months. Uh, again, you're gonna to wanna to tie that into payroll and there's some other things that we wanna work on. But there's definitely things to consider when looking at the simple IRA in a 401k, okay? With that, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back with the show. Do you have a high deductible insurance plan? If so, have you set up your HSA? There's a ton of people who don't know what it is or how it works. Even worse, there is an underserved segment of the population that can't get advice from their advisor about how to make the most of these powerful and unique programs. Not many advisors focus on this in their practice, don't understand the mechanics of how they work, or even where to begin helping their clients. Reach out to me, Constantine at Monarch Wealth Management, and I'll guide you through. This process and get you on track to make the most of your high deductible plan and your superhuman HSA. That's 585 484 1400. That's 585 484 1400. Welcome back to Pennywise Financial Podcast. This is Constantine here with Monarch Wealth Management. Hello. Hello. And we also have Jason, my co host. <laughs> don't forget about me. Don't, don't fall asleep at the <laughs> wheel, please. Okay, it's still early. But uh, all right, so we talked about the differences between Simple IRA 401k. What about the involvement on my part, right? So what, what, what does a financial advisor, what does a, a partner at the firm at, at Monarch Wealth Management do for these folks, both the employees, participants, and the business owner? Well, in both cases, I will be hand-holding the client, the business owner, through the process of getting things set up, getting all the ducks in a row. 401k can be somewhat cumbersome. It's a lot of forms, a lot of paperwork. Uh, There's definitely some upfront costs, uh, a lot more than a simple IRA. And once we get that set up, we have, we host what we call an enrollment meeting. You've heard that. You probably had that before in other jobs as well, right? Yeah. And um, so depending on the size of the company, especially with COVID and all that, kind of been doing these hybrid meetings where we have, we invite people to come out if the employees can make it, the participants are interested in the plan. Great. They come out to the job place uh sometimes we do them at a restaurant or a bar depending on the company Mm -hmm. and then uh we can also do like a simulcast of video just like this so so we offer the video portion for those folks who can't make it a lot of the companies we use uh again we're independent if there's a good company out there whether it be vanguard fidelity great we'll use them um there's some things to think about when you choose the platform and the custodian Mm -hmm. but why does that matter Fees, number one. Mm
1: -hmm. Number
0: two, bells and whistles. Uh, There are some plans where we get very specific.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Okay? So when we look at a prevailing wage plan, your head might explode when you hear that term. You say, prevailing wage? What about Davis-Bacon plan? Um, Those are very specialized plans Mm -hmm. uh, where there's a difference in your uh, fringe benefit or your wages for a specific type of job. That gives more control of the business owner on how to dictate benefits and divide that money between what's paid out to you as the employee and what's put into the retirement plan. They get to choose that portion on that fringe benefit. Hmm. So if you have no idea what I'm talking about, I know there's a lot of business owners that have no idea um, because it's, it's not part of what they offer. So you don't have to worry about it. But you find this a lot with um, like plumbers and different type of construction type fields, uh, where they have uh, county contracts and a, fr- a fringe benefit, a defined amount of pay per hour for those workers. Um, we do that. Again, if 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 you don't know it, if you're financial, you probably have no idea what I'm talking about. You would just set up a regular 401k. But in those cases, simple IRA versus 401k, 401k would be the way to go. Mm -hmm. Pair that with a profit share, maybe a cash balance plan if you're a more sophisticated business, a dentist, dental practice, um, maybe a physician, a a, a medical group. Mm -hmm. So those 401ks offer the bells and whistles, the flexibility, the complexity for those folks who need it. But it's not for everyone. I can't tell you how many times I meet with a business owner. Um, Maybe it's a couple that has a vitamin business, right? And I'm not going to name any names, but they work with large payroll companies. And by default, they have a young rep, uh, maybe just fresh out of college that will sell them. And I'll say sell them because they just sign up for it and they don't know why sell them a 401k. -hmm. They end up paying more in fees (coughs) a month than they're actually contributing to the plan. Wow. Now you have to work backwards to unravel that plan and, So it, it, it definitely, it breaks my heart sometimes when you meet with these people and you say, geez, why, why did you set up this 401k? Well, I don't know. They said it was part of my benefits and I should set it up. It'll help me on taxes. And they're paying $180 a month in fee, plan fees. And they're putting away maybe 50 bucks, maybe a hundred bucks. Not
1: even worth
0: it. No, it's not. And you look at that and you say, geez, who really helped these people? This isn't help. You should have started off with a simple IRA Yeah. or maybe no plan at all. Maybe you didn't need one or, or couldn't afford one. But anyway, it is what it is. So now that we've set up the plan, we've had the enrollment meeting, we walk these participants through it all. How about the investment part? Because it's different than what we do here in the office. When clients come in with old 401ks, old IRAs, they want to consolidate assets, they want to plan for retirement. We manage that money. We not only build a plan, we execute the plan. We manage the money for them. The four hundred one k's is different. Like I said before, if you were to call Fidelity right now and say, "I'd love to get a meeting with somebody, come out and help me with my four hundred one k at Monarch Wealth Management," what are they going to tell you? Okay, Good man. luck. Good luck. We'll Good see right? you <laughs> um, Even if you're talking to somebody on the phone and you say, "Could you make my accounts more aggressive?" They're not going to do it. They can't do it. Yeah. Department yeah. of Labor prohibits us from going in and making changes for our clients um, on a 401k plan. As the 401k advisor, I can help guide you and coach you, answer questions you have.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What's more risky? What's more aggressive? Based on your age, what should you be thinking about? Yeah, And what, what the client feels comfortable with. It's comfort. It's expectation. It's objective. It's tolerance. Mm-hmm. Time horizon. When are you going to retire? What are you gonna do when you retire? Yeah. What are your goals? Um, so it's very basic in the education. That's all we can really provide. Mm-hmm. Above and beyond that, if I'm not the advisor, and let's say it's a larger plan, like a, a nationwide company, let's say you're work, working at a bank or uh, a very large grocery retailer, uh, Amazon, something like that, Yeah. you might ask for help, right? i need help and like i said i've had some some clients come in and ask for this help most advisors will say no they can't do it or they don't know how there are however some plans where we can actually provide advice and what i mean by that is not only can we provide advice but we can actually manage the money for them
1: mm-hmm.
0: we ask a series of questions we find out more about how comfortable they are what their time horizon when they're going to retire where should they be we'll give recommendations. We can choose fund managers that are not in their current 401k. Now, not every company offers that. That's that's one element of it. Not many advisors know how to do that. Mm -hmm.
1: I'm
0: not saying no one knows how to do it. Of course, there's advisors that know, but we know. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that's an area that kind of differentiates differentiates us as well, is that we can help with the retirement plans uh, while you're working. And if we can't go in and manage the money like that for you, if you work with a company that we're not partnered with, where they don't allow financial advisors to come in and help manage those assets, Mm -hmm. we can take a look at the menu of investments that are offered in your plan. Make it a part of your entire plan. And again, I'm going to bring up that, that dirty word, holistic. I hate the word (laughs) because it it sounds more sophisticated and a lot of people don't know what that means. We're taking a look at the whole picture. We're taking a look at all your stuff, Right your stocks, your bonds, your real estate, your investments, your non-retirement, your IRAs, your 401k. And while I, I'm just thinking about this, 401k, 403b, 457, 401a, what are, they're all retirement plans, right? Depending on where you work. Now the numbers, so they correlate to an IRS code, tax code. Yeah. Bring on some nuances to different plans. 457 plan has some different rules than a 401k. 403b might have some different rules than a, a 401k or 457. Mm-hmm. What you need to know on those, and then you've got TSPs, a savings plan, mm-hmm. right? Um, you might have a defined benefit plan. They're all different names and they do have some nuances as far as contributions, who can put money in, how much, when can you take money out, what if you leave the job, what if you retire. Mm-hmm. 457 typically is going to be, um, let's say county positions. Um, I was in the Batavia market. I worked with um, police officers. I worked with public safety officials. I worked with uh, judges. I worked with uh, jail guards. Uh, so I worked with a, you know, kind of a wide array. That's a 457, typically a government type position. We'll have it. And then the TSPs, we just worked with the TSP. TSP plan, you know where the TSP, tr- uh, typically you'll find that. Government? Government, post office. Mm-hmm. Post offices, is... And just roll, and more. That's what I mean. Yeah. TSP, thrift savings. Again, its own set of rules. But um, so I think that to me, that's a big differentiator is we can actually help you with your current 401k, whether we can actually manage the asset or not. We can still make it a part of your overall plan, give you recommendations. Um, and, and that's where what separates us is some people think that we have to roll over all their money and manage all their money and charge a management fee. We can provide consulting fees for those folks. And I've had people who've come to me and said, I'd like to start off with a consulting fee. This is where my money's invested. Let let me have you analyze this. Tell me your thoughts. Tell me your process. What are you thinking? Should I make changes? And a lot of times there's some decent stuff in there. Yeah. You know, maybe 25 to 50%. Sometimes 75% of the stuff looks great. Make no changes, Mm -hmm. right? Here's some other Mm -hmm. things to think about, though. And they may start off like that. And all of a sudden, they like what we have to say. They like our philosophy. They like the way we manage money, how hands-on we are active. And they end up becoming clients or rolling over their assets. Mm -hmm. But we have both components, the consulting piece and the uh, active management, where we actually execute what we're telling you should be done as a part of your plan. And manage the account. And, and actually I mean, manage the account. I mean, right. I mean, so so that's another thing. That's a good point. And I, the reason I bring that up is, hey, Jay, you're too aggressive.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You have too much money in high-flying tech stocks right now. They're super expensive. Why not shift it here? Okay, now what do I have to do? Go in and call LPL or TD Ameritrade or Charles Schwab and make those trades? And I go, can... no, we do it all for you. Mm-hmm. If you have that, that management component, mm-hmm. it's not just a consultant. Yeah. And that's a good point. With that, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back with the show. Retirement income is not an endgame. It's only part of your planning. It's meant to carry you through a long and big part of your life that can't be filled with worry or concern that you'll outlive your money. The last thing you want to worry about after working the past 30 to 40 years of your life is money and having enough of it. Listen to our show and schedule consultation to learn more about how we can give you the confidence you deserve, so you can focus on the things you truly enjoy. Welcome back to Pennywise Financial Podcast. Constantine here, joined by my guest host Jay Georgia. Hello. 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 It sounded uh, very optimistic. Anyway. Um, kind of zoning out today. Zoning out. Okay. <laughs> well. This part, don't zone out. On. Okay, I'm not going to zone out. Don't zone out. Because I think some of the, the devil is in the details, I say, right? So I want, and you are a specialist
3: well, in this area. No, you
0: are a specialist. <laughs> Still learning. Still learning, yeah. <laughs> Always no, learning. I, I'd say I'm learning from you. And you do way more of these than I do. I know the general idea, but I don't know all the like, intricate details. So we have customers that have different types of accounts. They have retirement stuff and they have non-retirement stuff. Mm -hmm. They have money at old 401ks. Mm -hmm. They could have changed jobs one or two or three or five times, right? And they still have money there. Then they might have set up a Roth IRA and a traditional IRA and put money in there. They kind of forget about it. Different banks, different institutions, online. So let's talk about how they're going to get their 401k money Mm-hmm. From their old companies into an IRA here at Monarch. What so is the, the, the new process com- to the new company? Basically, let's say no. Let's say you change jobs three times. You meet with me and you say, "I love what you have to say. Your firm is a fantastic fit, mm-hmm. like you're probably going to anyway." When you do that, <laughs> when you do that, how are you getting that money from your old four hundred one k's into an IRA here at Monarch? Well, it's very specific, depending on the company. Uh, Usually it's a rollover form that
2: you submit from that company. um, And then they have to cut a check. Specifically written on the check has to be the account number and specific things for every company. So um, and then they'll send the check.
0: It'll get deposited into the new 401k and you'll be all set. So wait a minute. So, I work for company A, B, and C, and now I'm at company D. I've got a 401k I'm putting money into. Great. Mm -hmm. Company A, B, and C that I work with, they're all different companies. Do I have to fill out a a form specific for each one of those companies? Yeah, if you have a 401k at each company. Okay, so they're different. Okay, so it's different forms. Where do I get the forms? Do you have the forms? You have to go to whoever is holding the 401k. So, if I worked at Wegmans and then I worked at RIT mm-hmm. and then I worked for the casino, which I don't know why I'm changing jobs like that from a grocer to a uh, um, education to hell <laughs> of a sudden casino. <laughs> but let's say I did that. So I would have to reach out then to each one of those 401k providers, get and the form from them. Sometimes
2: those providers have a release form oh. too on top of it. And then you're gonna have to get the form signed off by somebody that's accepting the
0: money into the new 401k. So I get the form from my previous employer Wegmans Mm -hmm. 401k, their provider. Let's say it's, I don't know, Vanguard. I get the form, I fill it out, then I'll send it back to my HR person. They sign off on it Mm -hmm. and they send it back to, let's say Vanguard. Saying they're going to accept the
2: funds and then they'll cut the check. Check will be sent uh, probably to the participant then the participant will have to send it to the new 401k provider. Now the check when you get it has to, is very specific, has to say certain things. So you have to find out what needs to be written on the check with your new 401k provider when it's transferring over to be accepted
3: by them.
0: How much tax do they have to withhold for doing that? Is there like a mandate? I don't know. There's none. Yeah. Right? Going from a 401k, which is a retirement plan, a retirement chassis, into an IRA. Oh, because you're rolling over. You're correct. Yeah, you're rolling it over. Yeah. So there's no tax. And I get that question a lot. Yeah. Unless you're taking a distribution, then you're going to get hit with, right? Correct. Yeah. Correct. You're get hit with so it's a rollover. When you transfer those assets, you pay nothing in tax. Yeah. yeah. Because mm-hmm. you're not actually taking possession of the money. Yeah. Yeah. When you're rolling over, nothing. And how about there's some plans that have a pre-tax and post-tax part. Ever run into that? No, not yet. Okay, so here's here's a, something to know about this, and I've seen this with some Verizon plans, I've seen this with some Fidelity-based plans, depending on the employer and what the participant wants to do. They have the option of making pre-tax contributions, meaning before taxes, they get a reduction in the tax liability they pay that year, and Roth contributions which means they scrap on tax right away and they're considered after-tax contributions. Right. Yeah, and you know, a lot of times what happens is if there is a company match and the employee decides that they wanna put 100% of their money in post-tax, like in a Roth, mm-hmm. that's great, that's already been taxed, but the employer matches and that has to go in pre-tax. So now you got these two buckets of money inside a 401k. Mm-hmm. You got money you've already paid tax on. Got money that still has to be taxed. And mm-hmm. believe me, Uncle Sam will not forget. And Mr. Cuomo in our lovely state of New York won't forget either. Once you so, exceed the, the twenty thousand. So the
2: money that's being matched is going in pre-tax. You got it. Okay, so um, do they take that taxes out at the end of the year
0: when you do file your, file your taxes? You have to pay those. The pre-tax. Yeah. Because they're going in pre-tax, you're not going to pay taxes on it today. And when will you pay on a Roth? It's a Roth. So when are you going to pay? So the contributions (laughs) that the employee makes are Roth. They're already paying the taxes on that money.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. So that'll go in as taxable income. And depending on what your withholding is, let's say you have, I don't know, three, uh, uh, three dependents, Mm -hmm. right. Or some people claim zero, whatever you want, you're going to pay more tax. Yeah. Um, you factor that in as far as part of your income. Now the company match mm-hmm. is not going to affect you in taxes today because it's tax deferred.
2: Oh, that's right. Okay. So when you retire, then you're going to pay taxes on, it. on that portion. We were talking about this. How do you, you distinguish when you, you retire? What, what's pre-tax? What's not? Correct. The cap, the gains you've made on the money too, and this and that. And, Correct.
1: Yeah.
0: But let's say you're not yet retired. Let's say you're not ready to retire. Mm -hmm. And you've got these old 401ks and you want to combine them into one, Mm -hmm. right? So what happens when you have some money, some bucket that's in Roth that's already been taxed and some that's tax deferred, like a company match? Mm -hmm. Well, what's going to happen is they are going to send you two checks when you roll those funds over. The money that was already taxed will go into a Roth IRA, and the funds that have yet to be taxed will go into a traditional IRA. So Uh, you'll actually have two accounts. That's right. And to me, it's very simplistic because now it's very clear which money's already been taxed and which one is tax deferred. Mm -hmm. The tax deferred money you're gonna have to pull out at some point, you're gonna be mandated, and you're gonna have to pay tax, federal and maybe state depending on where you are With the distribution. With the distribution. Okay. And you can uh, dial that up or down, depending on what your tax bracket looks like and when you need the money. Yeah. So you can be very strategic and that's part of it too. So when you retire, part of our job, what I do every day is, okay, Jay, what tax bracket are you in? Mm-hmm. You need 20,000, okay? Mm-hmm. And this happened, I can't tell you how many times this happened. It, it's almost like the stars and the moon, everything lines up because I <laughs> get a call, and I kid you not, I get calls in like September, October, maybe even November. Hey, I need uh, I need $20,000 from my IRA. Okay, that's great. What do you need the money for? Well, I'm doing some projects and uh, this is what it's going to take. It might take 20, 30,000. Okay, so if we were to take 20 or 30,000 out in that one year, mm-hmm. you could potentially bump up your tax bracket. You could potentially make Social Security uh, taxable, uh, not only taxable, but you could be foregoing for every $2 over a certain amount, let's say $18,000, you are gonna get back $1, which you'll get eventually if you're not full retirement age. The other part is you could pay New York state tax if you're in New York state. We have a lot of clients kind of moving right now. I know uh, other states down south, maybe Florida. I've had one person go in Ohio. I don't think all of it's related to the tax. Some of it might be weather related, maybe just wanna go somewhere closer to family. But anyway, so what can we do to circumvent paying a lot more in tax and maybe even eliminating um, the social security penalty, maybe even eliminating state tax, mm-hmm. maybe spread it out. You got it. Yeah. So if you do need, let's say you needed 30,000, I get this phone call late October, November. Well, do you need the money today? Well, no, I might need a little now. And then, you know, maybe in January, February, I need some more to, to pay this, but I just rather take it out now. So I have, it. I'll put it in my bank account, use it as I need. Okay. What about this? What if we were to cut that in half? What if we were to take 10, maybe 15,000 this year, 2021? Mm -hmm. So now you potentially eliminated state tax in New York, maybe six, seven, eight, I don't know, depending on what your bracket is. Mm -hmm. So maybe six, 700 bucks right there in savings. Maybe you avoid the social security penalty. Maybe you reduce your tax liability as far as what bracket you're in. Mm -hmm. And then come January 1st, you fill out a new form, you take the other 15,000. Yeah. So to me and to the client, it's a matter of a couple of months that we get the full $30,000 they asked for at the beginning. But to the IRS, it's two completely different years, yeah. two different tax years. Yeah. So thinking about distributions and retirement, th- making things smarter and considering tax is extremely important. Mm-hmm. And that's what we do, and that's what we provide. And that's why I bring up the point about 401k is consolidation. Yeah. The process. I mean, just in that transaction, by splitting it up like that, you
2: would have saved at least a couple of thousand dollars in taxes. Possibly, you know, possibly depending on if you jumped into the next tax bracket or what happened, you know. So
0: definitely beneficial. That's what I'm saying. I mean, and, and these are things that, and I can tell you, I get a lot of. My clients, it's kind of like this aha moment. I see a light bulb kind of like, yeah, yeah like wow, I like, get it why now. Why not I think about that? And yeah. that's why we're here. Yeah. Those are things that you're not going to get if you go direct to Vanguard, if you go direct to uh, any of the mutual fund companies, if you go to uh, Fidelity or Schwab Online. Hey, I need $30,000. You do a couple of clicks. You take the money out. You pay the taxes. <laughs> and you're done. And you're done. Yeah. And it's undoable, right? So that, that money's in your hands, that money's in the, the federal government's hands, that money is in the state's hands. Yeah. You got no advice, no guidance. Yeah, you reduced your fees, maybe, right? Yeah. But at what cost? You paid four thousand more. You paid four thousand more in taxes, <laughs> but you saved, I don't know, a couple hundred dollars, yeah, maybe two hundred dollars,
3: <laughs> Right? Yeah. So
0: think about that for just a moment. Yeah. And how many times do we provide value throughout the year? That's mm-hmm. one just one small situation. It happens a lot. Hey, I'm buying a car. I want to pay cash. Great. What's our plan? How well, about negotiating with the dealer? Yeah, a lot and of people do don't things. look down the road. That's no, the
2: they look at right now. What can I do?
0: What can I do? What can I do? And they rush and they rush, and then they lose money. And that brings us back to the the, the title of the show, Pennywise Financially. You know, Pennywise, <laughs> Pennywise, Pound Foolish. And I cannot tell you. And I'm a, I'm, you know, I'm guilty of this. I can tell you. Early on, and I've learned this more and more times, you probably might know, I think I can do things, especially when it comes to construction, even at my house. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'll do that. I got that. Right? A lot harder sometimes than you think. Harder, and they end up breaking something else, (laughs) destroying something, and it costs me double or triple to get a professional in, and they're in and out. They're efficient. They know what they're doing. We know what we're doing. We do this every day, multiple times a day, planning for retirement, planning for taxes, planning for distributions, and how you're taking your money out. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we use words that that people don't, you know, holistic distribution. Holistic, we're looking at everything. We're taking a look at your entire picture because that's important. Distribution. Okay, what does that mean? Taking money out. Oh, I know what that means. Yeah. I know what it means to transfer money from my investment into my bank account. Oh, that's a distribution? Yeah, it's a distribution. Oh, okay. We do this every day. I'd like to say we're specialized. Over time, we call this a practice because there's nuances either in the tax code that change or investments. All the time. All the time. We're constantly evolving and learning and changing. If you're not, you're a dying dinosaur. You're a dying breed. Going extinct. Well, (laughs) yeah you know there are some advisors i think that just have this tunnel vision they have the blinders on um maybe not even on purpose they think they're up to date and just when you get comfortable things change happens all the time with estate planning we got to bring on an estate planning attorney we got to get uh maybe more uh, comfortable and abreast of what's going on because there's definitely some legislation Mm -hmm. Uh, i'd love to get a tax advisor on i'd love to get a, a estate planning attorney Uh, We talked about travel, a realtor, maybe a broker. We're going to have to bring some some guests on, make things a little bit more spicy, Mm -hmm. right? Get more information. Absolutely. From different people. From different sources. We have colleagues. We have coworkers. We have... That specialize in their field, just like you did the financials. I don't know everything there is to know about the mortgage process or, or the real estate. Or real estate. <laughs> I know enough to be dangerous.
1: Yeah. They, oh, they, dangerous.
0: Uh, a little bit dangerous. <laughs> wow. just, my wife would probably argue and say, yeah. uh, there's nothing dangerous or exciting about me. I'm, I'm as boring <laughs> as I can. But anyhow, uh, uh, that's the deal. I think this show's a wrap. Um, right. Thanks for listening. Thank you, everybody.
3: You've been listening to Pennywise Financial, brought to you by Monarch Wealth Management. Constantine and David really care about their clients. They want to make sure you're happy, so you'll continue to hire them. There's no commitments, and clients are free to leave whenever they want. Think about being able to pick up the phone and call someone for guidance and advice on almost anything from buying a car, selling a home, buying vacation properties, or even selling a business. Reach out on the website at monarchwealthmanagement.com. There are two offices in Rochester and two offices in Buffalo. Reach out to us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and YouTube. Or call us toll-free at 800-480-1580. That's 800-480-1580. Until next time, this is Pennywise Financial, signing off